0: If you listen to my episode about eating out with kids and how to handle feeding your kids at a restaurant that I shared as a replay on Monday's episode, you know that this week in the spirit of spring break, I am replaying some very popular episodes from last year, starting with that one that I shared on Monday and carrying through today's episode where I'm going to share with you some of my favorite Easter egg filler ideas as well as Easter basket ideas. I first shared this last year, actually 100 episodes exactly ago in episode 13, and so the content will be very similar, but depending on the age and stage of your kids, it'll probably hit you a little differently this year based on the the interests your child may have, if you've added any kids to your family, and just what you guys are going through, what needs you may have, what things you may very much not want to have around, and so I hope it'll get you some um, helpful and fun, but also very functional ideas that you can include Easter this year, knowing that for the whole month before Easter is always really when I see a big uptick in the traffic to my site on this as a blog post that I did several years ago. I wanted to give you all a little bit more time to listen and plan ahead and order whatever items you wanted or maybe you heard from this episode that you may want to consider including in your kids Easter basket. Last year I played it a little bit too close to Easter and unfortunately I'm not sure how helpful it was or how much you all still needed these ideas. But I wanted to make sure and give you all plenty of time this year so that you have the these ideas in your arsenal and can easily order them, find them on sale, or sift through if it's an idea that fits for your family. and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the meal times, messes, moments and ministry of motherhood. Okay, so as we dive in today to talking about things to fill either the plastic Easter eggs with at Easter time or an Easter basket with, I want to put out there from the very get-go, I have nothing wrong with you deciding if, whether and what candies you want to include in your child's Easter basket or an Easter eggs, especially as my kids get older and they're more aware of some of the other foods that exist. We absolutely include some kind of fun and novel um, candies and cookies and just, you know, the like type things that I know my kids might find joy in. And I think that is a great part of holidays and celebration and food is a huge part of that. And so In no way, shape, or form do I want this episode to vilify any of those kind of traditional foods that um, are just special to your family or really exciting to your kid. The more that we can see our child's excitement not as a threat but rather as an opportunity to equip them in knowing how to self-regulate the things that get them really excited that otherwise, if forbidden, may feel um, like something that they're a little bit more obsessive about, we really want to neutralize those those items in their life, and particularly if it's something that they know that other kids may have that they don't have access to, that can really pique their interest. So see opportunities like Easter as a time to expose your kids to the things that you know that they might enjoy, but it also kind of keeps it consolidated to a certain event. It's not necessarily something that we're going to have every day or that we're going to put on our grocery list every week, but it is absolutely okay to incorporate into our lifestyles and to show our kids how we can healthfully do so. So I just want to go ahead and put that out there to begin with, because as I talk about first Easter egg fillers, and then we'll jump in Easter basket stuff, I want you to know that when my kids were younger, I did steer clear of candy a bit more, especially when they just weren't really aware that that stuff even existed. I tried to hold off as long as possible in terms of making them aware. That said, as soon as we went to an Easter egg hunt in the community or at our church, my kids got Easter eggs with candy in it. So it's not that they didn't know it existed. It's just it didn't have quite as high of an appeal as say it does now as my kids are, you know, two of the three of them are elementary age and Um, You know, they definitely are more interested in seeing candy in those eggs now. But the other reason that, outside of just, you know, limiting sugar intake in younger kids, is also for choking hazards. On a day like Easter, or on a weekend like Easter weekend, where our kids are running around with friends or cousins or neighbors or whoever it may be, you want to really make sure that they're not also you know, running around with a jelly bean in their mouth or trying to chew on something that is just really not age appropriate for their feeding skills. So that would be the other main reason I would steer clear of candy and Easter eggs or just be really aware of what types of candy so that you know it's not a choking hazard based on whatever age your child is at. It's hard to believe in my house that my youngest is three and a half. And so we're kind of starting to grow out of always having to think about choking hazards. Of course, it's still top of mind to me. But in things like Easter egg filling, it's not as much top of mind as say when I had a five year old, a three year old, and a newborn at home. So for Easter egg ideas, if you do want to do something, I'm sure you have ideas of what to put in it. If it's candy or a lot of like the novel pastel options that are available when you go to the store right now. So I'm not going to share with those. Uh, I'm not going to share those with you today because I assume you can come up with those yourself. Some of the ideas that I did want to give you to just kind of think. Outside the box or outside the egg in this case. Have some things that can be fun are, you know, any sort of a little fun-shaped, like, cookie that may just have less sugar than, say, um, a actual piece of candy. So, you know, if you think of, like, the little bunny crackers Um, they can, some of them are sweet. Some of them are more savory cheese one. That's a really fun and festive option. Additionally, you may look at some of like the Bitsy's Brain Food or the My Superfood like Hero Cookies. Those um, can be really great ones that you can just open up the packages of, disperse throughout or just like, you know, at Trader Joe's, they have like little animal cracker cookies Or the letter cookies. Any of those are really fun and all kind of right around that same size and shape that might fit in an Easter egg. Additionally, you might think of doing things like raisins or dried fruit. You might choose to do like little fruit chews or fruit snacks, depending on the sugar quantity that you want. There's some that are more fruit-based, like Chum's Fruit Bites are a great option that you can put into eggs. They would be a little bit more expensive, but if you wanted to do like an Annie's Bunny's fruit snack, you could do something like that. Also, you could do things like freeze-dried fruit. Depending on the size of egg that you have, you might have something like a mini Lara bar, or you can put fresh food options. You know, you could put blueberries in it. Again, grapes would be a choking hazard depending on the age and stage of your child, but you could put some fresh fruits. You could, you know, sometimes when we're doing like an Easter egg hunt for lunch, Something that can be really fun is to just put a whole bunch of different items in it and kind of expose your kids before Easter to the fact that these eggs can be filled with lots of different things with crackers or, you know, blueberries or carrot sticks or little bits of cucumber or, you know, a little bit slice of cheese and just let them go kind of collect their own Easter egg lunch is a really fun way to kind of do a twist on, say, a muffin tin Monday. If you've seen me share that before, put it in little Easter eggs and help your kids see that it, these do not have to be just filled with candy for it to be really fun and novel. Now, if you're wanting to steer clear of foods, you might think of things like stickers, temporary tattoos, those teeny little bubble containers that kind of just fit in your purse for some easy entertainment. Um, one that my kids have really enjoyed is we do like coupons. So, you know, this might be a coupon for your choice of movie night or, you know, your choice to pick dinner or, you know, something like that. My my kids have gotten really into as they've gotten a little older, but also sometimes we've just written out little jokes or written out Bible verses or just words of encouragement that we can tuck in the eggs, too. You can also do that if you want to like limit, if you are doing something like a candy or you kind of want to make um, something that you're doing go a little bit further, just writing something like that on a piece of paper and tucking it in with say a couple M&Ms makes that egg feel a little bit more full and exciting than say an egg that only has a couple M&Ms. Additionally, we love those little tube figures. My kids have always loved those. If you get the larger size egg, that tends to fit little things like that. Also, this is often a time I help my kids restock their hair accessories. You know, if the girls need clips or hair ties or scrunchies, those are really easy to, um, you know, just bunch up into a little egg. Additionally, um, the only time I buy band-aids, I think, are at Christmas and Easter because I put them in stockings and Easter baskets. So you can put little character band-aids in Easter eggs. You also might do those little mini stampers. Those can be really fun. If you have little girls like I do, they love those mini little nail polishes or like little lip glosses. Little things like that can all be really fun ideas for putting in Easter eggs. As we transition into talking about Easter baskets, something I do really like doing is getting the larger size Easter eggs when I can find them because they just fit bigger items. And so I'll share some of the items that I sometimes will tuck in those here. But when I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking about how at Christmas, oftentimes, you know, something my family has used and I know a lot of families Um, use as an approach to Easter is kind of like the three gift rule or some families do like a four gift rule. So I think it goes something along the lines of like something you need, something you could read, something your child might want, and something that they could wear. So that's obviously four things which gets a little way away from you know the three gifts of Christmas but I know a lot of families kind of use that principle and I think it gives us some good guidance for Easter baskets as well as we kind of transition seasons and you know, both of my girls have um, birthdays right after Christmas. So I feel like we get a heavy hit in the winter of things that they might um, want or wear or need or read. And so Easter is kind of a fun time for us to just replenish some of those things that I know they are going to need or want to read or just want and um, also need to wear. And so wanted to share some of those ideas with you guys today. So starting with things that um, your child might want to wear Again, getting into like the spring season, something that often comes up for us is, you know, transition of shoes. We just put the girls' boots away and, you know, kind of winter shoes away. They start needing the sandals and the jellies and the flip-flops and those kind of things. Great things to tuck in an Easter basket. Water shoes. Additionally, this will often be a time that I um, get them a new fun towel for summer. or Like those hoodie swim towels are a big hit with my kids. Maybe a personalized beach towel. Also, I'll sometimes get them new jammies, you know, for kind of the warmer summer months of like the short sets or for the girls, like little um, nightgown dresses and stuff like that. Additionally, thinking through things like sunglasses, you know, do they need things like that or new swimsuits? All of those are some of the options that I often will get my kids. And really a lot of those things can go for any age range. If your kids are younger, you might think, you know, do they need new bibs? Have they gotten kind of grimy over the, you know, past few months and you maybe want to update one of those? Those do roll up really fun. Um, Also, I've historically got my kids' kids' cooking aprons and Easter baskets. Those can be really fun and cute as well. As we move on to kind of thinking through some of the things that kids may want, I want to think about the toys and the things that they just enjoy playing with. And so one of the biggest ones in our house is smelly markers. My kids are very into smelly markers right now. And we often need new markers, particularly with a three-year-old at home who sometimes struggles to put the lid back on. So um, I know for my kids this year, restocking markers, for me, that's something that they need because I know I'm going to end up having to buy it at some point anyways. Um, but I know it's also something that they really want and that they enjoy. Um, bubbles this time of year are always a hit. New bath toys, especially if they have gotten kind of grimy or whatnot. Pool toys and dive sticks are a really big hit as well. My kids love sticker books, activity books, coloring books, any of those types of things that you might want to replenish, um, I'm always sad that Easter happens after our spring break here because I always want to stock up on all these things before spring break travels. Um, But at least this way we have them, you know, for all of summer and things. But additionally, I often will put water balloon packs. Um, This time of year, Costco will often have those like water balloons that you can fill up on the hose that fill up like all 100 of them at once. They sell out come summertime, but if you can find them now, they're uh, something I always stock up on. In the springtime, and often I'll tuck in um, my kids, in my kids' uh, Easter baskets. Additionally, um, you know, there might be fun little puzzles or you might want to do like a kite for the springtime for your kids. All of those are really fun things that I know for my kids that they've always enjoyed playing with. Or, you know, if they're really into like figurines, like Owen's getting a lot more into Avenger figures. The girls often enjoy like Barbies or American Girl dolls and things like that. So any sort of like little toy that you know your kid is into is obviously kind of fun to tuck in there depending on how... Um, elaborate you want your basket, or whatever your family's budget might be for such a basket. Additionally, as we talk about things that your child may need or read, uh, books, of course, are always a go-to. I think anytime you can um, incorporate a book, either, you know, build up your family's Easter library is a great thing to do, or, um, you know, if you have little ones, those little indestructible books are my absolute favorite for babies, um but you know as your kids go through board books and then my oldest is like now into chapter books and things it's just a good time to kind of help update their library particularly to help start getting them um excited about summertime reading as they're out of school as we talk about things that they um may need i tend to be really practical sometimes to a fault like i could be the most boring gift giver because I just like practical things. And so sometimes with my kids, I just want to give them very practical things. But as soon as you put it in an Easter basket or tuck it in a little Easter egg, it can make it a lot more novel and fun. But I would encourage you to think about here, you know, with a few uh, weeks or months left of school, you know, are there any fun snacks that you want to... Um, you know replenish for your kids or again maybe these aren't your everyday snacks but they're the ones that maybe your kids ask for from time to time that are a little bit more novel maybe a little less nutritious but you could put some of those in there my kids love those little good to grow apple juices they are 100 percent apple juice but they have those little like character toppers on them in our home we don't really do juice but on occasion we will let the kids have those so those are always kind of a fun little novelty thing to tuck in um Additionally, we um, may do things that they might need to just kind of update what we have on hand with, you know, their feeding supplies. Of course, this is something that I capitalize on if I can. And so, you know, giving the kids a new water bottle. I know we buy two at the beginning of the school year. Well, come April, we are down to one for each of the kids just because, you know, they tend to go missing even though we... um, Do as our best possible to not lose them. That's just life. And so, this is often a time that I'll get a water bottle. I know for my kids this year with Easter, I bought like a larger size. So, instead of like the 14 ounce, I went with an 18 ounce. I love the simple modern ones. They're on my Amazon shop. They are my absolute favorite. And it's what I'm bringing all my kids to use. So, we don't have 14 different types of water bottles and straws combos and things like that here. But they have an 18 ounce one, which Is great come summertime, so the kids have just a little bit more water in their water bottle. Um, Additionally, we may look for little novelty food things that maybe you see myself share or other people share that look like fun little products to use with your kids that maybe it's not in the budget or you just haven't remembered to buy it kind of over the course of the year. Now can be a great time to get some of those like Foost kids knives so you can start incorporating your kid in the kitchen more, especially as you get into summer things like those Delbug personalized plates can be really special also, if you want to um, get some of like the Nutridashi food picks, she has some darling ones for Easter, but just some versatile ones that you could use your, use your round or that kind of pique your kid's interest are really fun. Or if you've been, you know, realizing you would like to, as we gear up towards like Earth Day and things like that, do you want to start getting more reusable bags? The Bumpkins bags um, are a go-to here. I put my kids' snacks in them almost every day. Um, those are one of my go-tos to tuck inside of. Easter eggs, and this kind of gives us a fun time to replenish those if we need new ones or um, need more of them for summer and things like that. So those are also some of the things that I find that we tend to need by this point in the year that I might kind of feel like uh, I should probably go ahead and buy them anyways. Some other things that are not super exciting, but they're kind of those space fillers. I know, you know, we are, um, as any mom can attest to, I don't know where all of our batching socks go. But, you know, some my girls need like some new just, you know, no show socks. So getting them some new socks or, you know, even finding if they need like new bubble bath or new shampoo, um, a new washcloth, really any of that stuff that you just kind of have on your list of things your kids might need. As soon as you roll it up and kind of tuck it in the Easter basket, it can be really fun and really functional. So I hope that this gives you guys some good ideas to kind of take and go with. Um, Again, of course, you do not need anywhere near all the number of things that I talked about, but these are just some of the things that have been our go-tos over the years that I was hoping might also be helpful for you and your family as you celebrate Easter. If you want to track down some of the items that I mentioned on today's show, you can go directly to my Amazon storefront at veggiesinvirtue.com forward slash Amazon, and that will be where all my Amazon lists and my Amazon links are listed. You can also go to veggiesinvirtue.com forward slash discounts to find any of the discount codes that I have for some of the small businesses that I might have mentioned and might be able to extend a discount on. Of note, the Amazon shop and the discount codes tend to be affiliate links or affiliate codes, and so I do get a small commission. But I just want to thank you on behalf of Veggies and Virtue because you using my links to purchase items, whether it be for your Easter baskets or at other times, truly helps support Veggies and Virtue and the work that I do so that I can reach more moms and families like yours.